Well, as we've been talking about all morning long, uh, Governor J.B. Pritzker expected to talk about vaccine mandates for educators and mask mandates for everyone to and over uh, inside. And that's something that uh, the Chicago um, Sun-Times has been reporting here. Uh, So you've got uh, the headline, Pritzker to order indoor masking for all to and up, plus mandatory vaccines for educators from kindergarten to college. I uh, didn't necessarily uh, want to talk about this with my next guest, but overnight with that headline, uh, we're kind of uh, juking and jiving here a little bit to uh, to get you the latest reaction on this. Uh, but I definitely also want to talk with State Representative Avery Bourne about the issue of masks in schools. Uh, so, Representative, thanks for taking time with us this morning on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me. So um, the vaccine mandate for uh, educators K through 12, that apparently is something the governor is going to announce today. Have you as a lawmaker at the state house, a local elected official who has teachers and professional educators as some of your constituents, were you notified of this beforehand? No, I had to wake up and read this like everyone else and like every other educator, right, who's getting ready to go to work to teach our students. They had to hear about this from the news, if they've even heard about it. Maybe they're hearing it here first. And that's really upsetting for a few reasons. One, because we elect people to make these decisions about schools, and they're called school board members. And as you've seen with these other statewide mandates that Pritzker has handed down on vaccines, it's subject to collective bargaining. Well, there's collective bargaining at the local level, too. And so I think this is just wrong for so many reasons, uh, not the least of which is the governor continues to go this alone instead of having people at the local level make these decisions, you know, talk to their teachers about what's best for their own school. This is just preposterous. It's masks, it's vaccines, all of we're talking with State Representative Avery Bourne um, and uh, this issue of collective bargaining on a local level. You've also got the governor uh, talking about how he still wants to uh, negotiate with AFSCME uh, to get uh, vaccine mandates for certain state employees. Uh, the union's pushing back, uh, saying that uh, th- their members, some of them, are are concerned about the COVID-19 vaccine. Now, you know, I'm not going to ask you about your vaccine status or anything like that. That's entirely your, uh, your, your public health uh, or your personal health uh, decisions. Uh, but uh, what are you hearing from constituents when it comes to just a general idea of requiring people to have a vaccine in order to not only take part uh, in their job, but also to uh, take part in, in normal things in society? Yeah, I talk to people on a pretty daily basis who have questions or are, as they're saying, vaccine hesitant, right? I don't think a lot of them are, you know, militantly anti-vaccine. They have some outstanding questions. And I think turning this into a fight of a Governor Pritzker statewide mandate, instead of talking to people and answering people's questions and having a rational conversation, is actually doing a lot of harm. Um, I wish that this were a conversation. You know, I'm willing to tell my constituents who are vaccine hesitant. I got the vaccine. Uh, I, I had no symptoms. My husband has the vaccine. You know, we talked. we literally talked to our doctor about it. These are the kind of conversations we should be having with people that we trust, with our family members. But Governor Pritzker issuing a statewide mandate actually, I think, hurts those conversations, makes this more political, takes away these important conversations, which um, hurts our purpose in the end of, you know, encouraging folks to get the vaccine to end the pandemic. This is a 
what I consider a miracle drug, right? Donald Trump took it. We should be talking about these things instead of a statewide mandate that makes it political instead of getting to um, the facts in these hard conversations. State Representative Avery Bourne with us at 715 on the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop. And uh, Representative, we've got also the issue of the mask mandate in schools. Uh, dozens of uh, school districts on probation uh, could face some kind of uh, disciplinary actions, including withholding of funding, let alone uh, they're on probation right now. They can't partake in certain types of sporting events. Uh, and also uh, high school graduates from districts that are on probation could see their diplomas not recognized. Uh, Isby didn't show up to JCAR uh, last week and the uh, Joint Committee on Administrative Rules, uh, and uh, they, they say that uh, they had their board meeting, uh, but a JCAR member telling us that uh, you know they, they should have been able to send somebody to field some questions, uh, and that didn't happen. So uh, do we have just a complete lack of oversight of everything that's going on with the governor unilaterally moving forward? And how can you, as someone in the Republican minority, actually do anything about that? We have seen a complete lack of oversight of this administration in its response to the pandemic, but also just other executive incompetencies that we've seen. You know, one thing we were able to get done was an audit of IDES. We were able to pass that through the General Assembly on a bipartisan basis. I hope we see similar measures when the legislature returns. There are ways we can hold the executive um, level accountable if they're not answering basic questions of the legislature. So kudos to Jay Carr for asking them to come and answer questions. I'm disappointed that they didn't. Uh, but we see a majority of states across this country are allowing this decision about masks in schools to be made at the local level. A majority of states were, were the outlier in mandating it statewide. And like I said before, we elect school board members to make these decisions. And they're held accountable at the local level. And they also are given all of the facts and information that the governor is getting. Right? They can do all of the same research. And so uh, for this to be uh, Governor Pritzker's decision, I think, is disappointing, but also goes against the way that we set up our government. And it's turned people's disappointment on our school board members who have no say in the matter instead of turning it on the governor. And so he's uh, really dividing local communities unnecessarily. Representative Avery Bourne here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Something else uh, that I think is going to be uh, uh, kind of um, overshadowed by uh, the governor's expected announcement today, uh, which, again, uh, if you're just tuning in, the governor's expected to announce, according to uh, the Chicago Sun-Times first reporting this, that uh, they're going to mandate vaccines for educators K-12 through and higher ed. Still unclear if that's going to be... Everybody, right? Uh, public and private. Uh, I would imagine it uh, would likely be for uh, public schools. But uh, do you have any indication uh, towards that effect, Representative? I don't. But I will say his mask mandate was for every school, public and private. So that wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be a first time he's had it apply to everybody. Uh, and then. Something else that's going to be overshadowed by this announcement, uh, including the statewide mask mandate for anybody over two going into a public place. Uh, Maps. You know, we go from masks to maps. uh, And uh, hearing today uh, is uh, the first of redoing the legislative maps that the legislature passed uh, in May and the governor enacted in June before the June 30th deadline. But, you know, kind of like they did with the budget, uh, they rushed that through and then they had to come back and redo that. Now they're having to uh, redo legislative maps that were based on uh, estimates. What's going on here and why is this important? Why should taxpayers care? Yeah, Republicans warned when Democrats passed this before that they were using faulty data and turns out that they are. They were 30 percent 
or three times over the allowable deviation from the smallest district to the biggest district. But why this matters is we also said politicians should not be drawing these maps. That's a fundamentally flawed process. And what's happening? The Democrats are going back behind another locked door to draw a second set of maps. And this should be disappointing for every Illinoisan. They, we have evidence that they're already drawing these maps. And now they're going to have these hearings and pretend to hear from the public and draw a completely new map. And, you know, I talked to folks. I talked to somebody. uh, I was buying a pork chop at the state fair, and they were asking me about the legislature. And they said, oh, I'm sure these maps are going to be really fair. And they winked at me. Right. The public knows this, you know, game that they're playing to uh, help them politically rather than to give people a voice. This is another sham hearing to look like they care about the public's input. I'm disappointed by it, but obviously we're going to keep pushing for a fair process and one that politicians aren't the ones holding the pen. Well, we have the case in the court as well, and the court seemed to indicate, you know, we're going to hold off on any kind of uh, emergency decision here about the maps until after the special session next week. Uh, is is it is it beyond the time though for the June thirtieth deadline? I mean, shouldn't it now be in the hands of the bipartisan commission to uh, to draw the maps? That is our position. That yes, they did not have a map in place at the deadline. That uh, well, the one that they had in place we think is clearly unconstitutional, and I think the Democrats have basically admitted that by saying that they have to come back and do a new map. So I think that the court will decide that. Uh, our position is that it should always go to uh, a commission that's not even the one set up in the Constitution. We need to have a new one uh, that's truly independent and doesn't include lawmakers. But we will see how the court rules coming up here in about a month. I think that the Democrats are doing everything they can to hold on to power uh, before this court case comes down. State Representative Avery Bourne here on the WMAY Morning News Feed at 721. Greatly appreciate you taking the time, uh, and uh, you guys are going to be heading back next week. Uh, anticipate anything else other than maps going to be brought up, energy deal, or, you know, they have that one bill that would allow the Department of Public Health to go after schools to uh, if they don't follow COVID guidance. Again, that didn't pass the Senate. It passed the House. Uh, you hearing anything as to anything else that's not map-related that could come up? I think it's totally possible. You know, they said that we're only coming back for the map. But as we learned um, under the Rauner days, Madigan can dissolve us. Madigan could dissolve us then and we could pass whatever we wanted. Uh, Welch has retained that power. So uh, I've told my constituents, be diligent. Anything could come up. I think uh, energy is certainly a possibility. But who knows with this Democratic legislature? Greatly appreciate your time. Uh, We'll see you back here in Springfield in just a matter of days. All right, be safe. Sounds good.